0: always thursday okay all right let's so- start hello <laughs> all right this
1: is <laughs> welcome to the first comment podcast i'm shanae my
0: name is aaron and we're here we're back with the podcast yep we're back and we're black
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Jesus>.
0: <laughs> i
1: have been um afflicted with an affliction for the last couple weeks, so I haven't been here, and if I coughed, why are you laughing at my condition? I'm not laughing, I'm
0: laughing at the choices of words. <laughs> I've been afflicted with, report and an affliction.
1: <laughs> I mean, the words escape me. And so, if I cough, you know.
0: It is what it is. It is what it is. Yeah, we're recording a little bit later than we usually do, mm-hmm. and this is actually our first time here in like two weeks. Yeah. So, whatever. <laughs> it's going to be great. It's going to be great. Okay, cool. Life is good. So we
1: are going to start with the podcast. Start. W- 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 we're going to start, start with the podcast. Pod- yep. <laughs> and we're going to
0: start with what happened this
1: week. Erin, what happened to you this week?
0: I've met a lot of good dogs recently. Yeah, yeah. Dogs are on the brain because there's one in, there the was bowling. one in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> Shout out to Dagger. Um, Dagger. <laughs> Dagger. <laughs> Not just a Jamaican dance craze. Uh, <laughs> slightly more appropriate than that Dagger oh my gosh uh yeah I've met a lot of dogs uh we went to a thing in Santa Monica that was like a doggy networking event and mm-hmm. like I feel like I love dogs so much but I like to like play a cool whenever I meet a new one like I want them to come to me I don't want to be the first one to make a move much like in life um you have to approach me first Oh my gosh! and I feel like I met a lot of great dogs and some people but mostly dogs and it was great <laughs> and basically now I feel like and I've been looking for a new apartment and I've been thinking about like next steps and everything and everything's stressful. So I think looking at fuzzy butts makes everything better. <laughs> That's what I always say. If I'm fuzzy like, sad, look at, a, look at a fuzzy butt. Yeah, when we uh, god, looking for apartments has been like, and it stresses me out more than it should <laughs> probably because I know something has to work out because like there's no other choice but for it to work out. Like I have to move this month. But at the same time, it's like, God, do you want a fridge, yo? And I'm like, yes. <laughs> and one of the listings was like, did you want a kitchen? <laughs> like, yes. Oh, yeah. That's like something I learned. Um... Yeah, that's what a bachelor. Yeah, is. that's what I learned I was I was like, like, in San Francisco. I was like, I'm like a bachelor.
1: I ain't got no man. <laughs> like, I thought it was like a- accurately <laughs> describes me. <laughs> yeah.
0: No, it's just, it means just you me, homie. I could have a fish drink. Cool. Like, I own a velvet smoking jacket. <laughs>
1: Seriously. <laughs> but, like, who can live without a kitchen? It's such an, a bachelor. Uh, and especially since, like, you look at a bathroom apartment sexist. and it's like $1,300 and you don't have a kitchen. Yeah. I'm like, what? like
0: also, I've been looking at some of these prices. Like, sometimes I obviously been filtering heavily <laughs> with the price issue but like sometimes you look at studios and they're like cost the same as a single bedroom but they're also in koreatown you're kind of like what nothing against koreatown but like no, you can anymore. live nicer for same amount. it seems crazy to pay so much for a studio well apartment. it's like it's 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 just anyway we're getting too inside la
1: but yeah
0: yeah like- um Shout out to other LA apartment hunters or people who have experienced it or people who are looking for an apartment. Now I'm right there with y'all and I feel it. I feel it in my bones. And by it, I mean anxiety.
1: (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i mean heartburn <laughs> I mean,
0: although plus side i learned that taco bell has the most delicious dessert i've ever yeah. encountered in a fast food we don't even know fake mexican called. food chain yeah i ordered a cinnamon stick and they gave me these things that they're were like not dull, cinnamon they're sticks like dough balls with cream in them dough ball um i like that word uh yeah they were like they were like um uh zeppelis or like uh what or like it's like a beignet if it were stuffed with the most amazing cream filling that just was just also just stop it
1: just stop oh, it oh
0: god just it like done. changed my whole day <laughs>
1: literally like the <laughs> smiles on the two of our faces like neither one of us have smelled like that in months no if <laughs> <I'm> <laughs> honest. Like... Yep. It's pretty. It's pretty legendary. I mean,
0: I have not stopped thinking about it. <laughs> it's, all I, it's all I think about. If I'm being, if I'm being real. It's all yeah. I think about. But anyway, yeah. So that's what happened to you this week. Yeah. Cool.
1: What happened to you? Ah, uh, so like I said, I've been afflicted with the affliction, and so I've just been trying to survive. <laughs> um, uh, I felt like I've got bronchitis. Shouts out to prednisone, miracle drug. Um, thank you for that. Whoever created prednisone. Um, so, uh, so I've been dealing with that mostly and just being, trying to, trying to learn how to be sick. Cause I realize I don't know how to be a sick person. Mm. Like I feel like I am too, like I'm not, it's like I'm a busybody, but not like I'm so lazy, but not lazy at the same time. I feel like when I'm sick, I want to do more, which is weird. So the affliction that I'm afflicted with has been sort of keeping me on the sidelines watching. But you seem a lot better than you did before you
0: knew the affliction was pretty
1: I know. Before I (laughs) knew the affliction was happening, I was just, like, casually sick for, like, three months. Yeah, every time I saw you, you'd be like, yeah, I can't breathe right now. I was like, hmm. (laughs) You're, like, a pretty high-functioning person. Yeah. Also, yeah, that's what's happened. So, like, I've never had... So, basically, I have not had function over my nose. And so now that I have it, I feel like I smell everything, and it's been really overwhelming. Like, eggs are really – don't smell that great. Like, I mm-hmm. used to love eggs, and I feel like I can't eat them anymore. And I asked my doctor about it, and he was like, yeah, like, your nose is just sort of, like, um, opening up. And, like, some smells are going to make you sick for a little bit until you get used to it. So, like, <laughs> eggs, like, I like, I made some chicken the other day, and I couldn't eat it because it, like, smelled – that's and sad. I couldn't tell if it was because it was no good or if it was just, like, new nose.
0: Pour one out for that chicken. <laughs> I know. So I threw it out. Sorry, Aww. chicken. Sorry, Sorry bye. chicken.
1: Bye. So um, that's all <laughs> that's all that's happened to me this week is being afflicted with the affliction, learning how to use my nose, and, you know, life. Yeah. I mean, that's that seems like a lot. <laughs> I know. A lot happened. So now we're going to move on to our first topic of
0: the week, which is
1: basically... I guess it's like blackness in reality television. It's
0: very loosey-goosey, as it always is. (laughs)
1: But (laughs) basically the way um, I first – or when I sort of went to Aaron, I was like, oh, this is what we're going to talk about. It's because I was watching The the New Real Housewives of the Potomac or – Potomac. Potomac, whatever. Um, And I just thought it was like a really, really interesting sort of – version of what we usually see as far as like black women especially I just thought it was a really kind of like specific point of view that we haven't really gotten yet and I was just thinking about sort of especially with people like Cardi B and then you know you have mm-hmm. and like all these all these different characters yeah like sort of how blackness is portrayed on tv and sort of like how that sort of reflects on culture and stuff like that. So that's sort of kind of what I wanted to talk about. So, But first, um, let's talk about the show, because this is the first time you've ever seen it. Yeah, I saw the first episode, the first episode. this morning. I've only seen the first, like, two episodes, um, and I knew I wanted to talk about it just because I thought it was fascinating. So what were your thoughts when you first saw it?
0: Well, first of all, it was hard as hell to find a way to watch the first episode <laughs> online, because... For whatever reason, even though I pay for Hulu, it still was like, you want to give us some more money, girl, just to watch this one show? I was like, what? Why? Why? wait, <laughs> would wait. Wait. <laughs> wait I do that? Um. So when I finally found the first episode, it was interesting. It was kind of like, I kept having like random flashbacks to like various childhood lessons that I have promptly forgotten on purpose, I guess, without realizing it. Like whenever they say something about like etiquette, it reminded yeah, me of like my grandmother because she always would say things like oh yeah like you need to learn good etiquette and i actually was like enrolled in those types of classes i remember isn't that crazy and i didn't grow up in potomac maryland at all but i did grow up in a part of maryland for the most part but all this stuff is like a southern thing like back when they thought i would be a a debutante
1: (laughs) Oh. Is that like a really, th- like a real thing? Like, you.
0: I don't know if it, I, it definitely is a thing. It's not something I actually did, but I do actually remember being enrolled in those types of classes, like how to, which fork to use, how to walk, all that kind of stuff. And I. I didn't know about that. Like, I just thought it was like something that
1: Tyler Perry did. In these movies, to like to like divulge, you know, like because yeah. you know, whatever he has, like, because uh, you know, because light skin savior, exactly. The, well, and it's like exactly, and it's like it's like all rich people are sort of like evil etiquette obsessed, right. like um, people.
0: snobs, pretentious. So I didn't realize
1: it was no, it's really a thing, a real I've, thing, because it's like so far from the way I grew up.
0: Yeah, it's. I don't think it's a very accessible thing. It's sort of like, but I will say. I don't have a lot of experience with this myself, but I definitely know it exists <laughs> and yeah. I don't I don't know I feel like when I was watching the first episode I like had like so many like random flashbacks to childhood just like the way they spoke yeah and like all this stuff about like pedigree it just reminded me of like stuff my grandmother used to say and she doesn't say that kind of thing anymore which is weird because we don't really have like I don't know what she's talking about Grandma. <laughs> like I know like <laughs> we're we're here <laughs> but yeah. like I don't, don't no, no so yeah it's just like very like just bougie black people and that's definitely a thing. Um yeah, it's like very kind of touchy, I feel
1: like. I feel like there's like different levels of bougie black people, right? Yeah. So like
0: this is a level that I've never like really fully seen, and it seems kind of si- and, well, okay, so like, sincere. It's, it's I mean, usually whenever a black person calls themselves bougie, it's like in a like a joking kind of way. Exactly,
1: that's what I'm thinking. Like they are like legitimately, they like have drunk believe the Kool Aid <laughs> in these things and are like really talking about them. And I thought that was really interesting because I know one thing that my mom pointed out is the fact that they're all sort of like lighter skinned yeah. um, black people, which I thought was really really interesting because, you know, there's so many layers of colorism and stuff like that um, to it and so it just was a really I don't know. It's just like fascinating to watch sort of like them talk about like etiquette. And I think like one of the biggest arguments in the first episode was, you know, it was her birthday party and she yeah, wasn't sitting in the middle. The right seat. And I just was like, and it I kind of. So weird. <laughs> you know, the show is not really my thing. No. But what I do think is cool about it, that it sort of exists to like represent like a different version of what it means to be black on reality television, because I feel yeah. like black women really get it the worst as far as like how we're represented on
0: yeah, it's definitely um, different than like the sassy black woman stereotype right, or right. like the loud like Nene ass like. Right, it's not
1: like, and it's obviously it's not good or, or bad, but it's just like, it seems like. It's like uh, the
0: polar opposite though.
1: Well, if you were to see if like, if a reality person came in right now and was like, okay, we want to put you on this reality show, they probably would expect us to be more of a nini or a Cardi yeah. B or like, you know, something like that. Um, and so. Were I as cool as Cardi B? Yeah, well, I will never be as cool as Cardi B, but like so it was really fascinating that the show sort of highlights a different version of what it means like of blackness culture because i feel like especially since we're so you know you know we're not going to make this a conversation about corporation and uh, and like all that stuff but like you know so much of our culture is sort of like borrowed um as jokes or just sort of like you know whatever and so this is just something that's like Totally different.
0: Well, I was thinking like when I was watching the episode, I was like, is this like Bravo's answer to the Real Housewives of Atlanta? Like we had yeah. those black women and now we have these black women. Right. Um it's like strange. And I feel like I mean a lot of them are Light skin, which is something I noticed immediately, but also that was interesting. Like, the first one of the only like darker complexion women on the show, Charisse, talked about how, like, when she first moved to the neighborhood, no one talked to her because she they thought she was, quote, section eight. and I was Yeah, like, that's that's kind of problematic. Yeah. <laughs> problematic, her favorite word. Um, but also. Yeah, and then she was talking about how like oh then they found out my husband is the coach of the Wizards, and then everyone wants to. But she was like the bougiest one of the bougiest like characters I saw in that episode. I was just like, whoa, this is. I don't know. It was very like, I guess it's supposed to be like some sort of like in here is another type of black person, which I'm usually for, but it just felt very strange. Such like, do you feel
1: like strange in
0: a bad way or like in a good way or like maybe just because I'm not comfortable seeing? Maybe I'm more. This is also a thing. Like, am I more comfortable watching like a Nene type person? Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's why this type of black person makes me uncomfortable, even though I know they exist (laughs) and I've met them in life. Yeah, like I don't know. It's It's so different because it's like, and then because I was
1: thinking about that too. It's like so. Like, have we like sipped our own Kool Aid to where we like? it feels almost alien in a way. Right, it's more uncomfortable, uncomfortable for me to, to watch prosperous. this. prosperous, yeah. Like, yeah, than to
0: watch NeNe Leaks. Like, <laughs> like being, you know, and
1: it's like, NeNe always had money because of her husband, but it was like a different type of, it was like a... Yeah. So it like, okay, so it's like this idea that we're like, you know, so much of... Our identity is as blacks are like connected to a struggle. So, like, yeah. every person who a lot of the reality show people who are famous I mean, speaking of a Cardi B, like, you know, she used to be a stripper. Like, I mm-hmm. uh, like that's like a struggle is a part of the story. The like, narrative. it's a storyline that's yeah. we're really comfortable with. And so, this idea that they just are rich Yeah, and, have and been. it's like legacy and it's yeah. like this
0: whole thing, it just feels so different, you know? So, yeah, I don't, I think. I mean, this is something I was thinking about the whole time. I was like, is it, am I uncomfortable watching this because it doesn't fit in with, like, my, my perception? Yeah. And it's weird because I'm black and I'm yeah. from the suburbs. Like, I I don't know. It's more my reality than I know. Like, it's else. more accessible yeah. to me. It should be anyway than the uh, Housewives of Atlanta are, like, love and hip hop is. And yet, I love those short shows more. But I also like it's more comfortable. Like, I just feel like, honestly, in terms of entertainment, like, the other ha- Atlanta housewives and the like love and hip hop shows are like all just more entertaining. Like, yeah, and then that's like another thing. The to think biggest about. <laughs> like plot point of this episode of Real Housewives of Potomac was that like this girl sat in the wrong seat. And this other girl brought in like her hairdresser. Who was called the help the whole time? And I was like, that's uncomfortable. (laughs) Yes. That's weird. (laughs) Such an
1: uncomfortable. Yeah. And then there's like always every line anybody said was related to status. Like everybody was like connected. It's like, what school are they going to? Oh, it's a top 10 school. Right. And And it's just very.
0: Yeah. And it's just weird to me to watch it as. People, like, people who are actually, like, buying everything they're saying. Because I feel like whenever I've heard, like, that's what I'm saying. Like, everything they said is something that I've said or someone else I know have said, but in a joking way. Like, no one has ever, that I know... and probably has been like oh yes and like that's the help like if we're if we say the help we're like joking like oh like they treat me like the help <laughs> like you know <laughs> that's not how we laugh <laughs> <laughs> oh, 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 oh. am i accessible now <laughs> no not really
1: yeah i'm just yeah. Kidding no, yeah. but okay anyway so yeah i thought that was just like i don't know like i just wanted to like talk about that because i thought it was i i I was, I was trying to process how I was feeling watching it, um, and it kind of, and in, in some ways it goes deeper into sort of like, and I think apparently you get this more as you keep watching the episodes, um, that, that's what I've heard, is that you just sort of get deeper into this idea of what it means to be Black and status and like, um, sort of, it's kind of like... And that area doesn't have a lot of black people in it, right? So it's sort of like a really interesting dynamic compared to like a Real Housewives of Atlanta where it's like Atlanta is flush with black people. So it's not like you don't have those same levels or like requirements or anything like that. Yeah, it
0: definitely felt like they were thinking a lot about like image even more so than the other housewives of different cities feel about it. And I'm thinking that's probably because they are like a super minority in that neighborhood, like... It does sort of remind me of like things you hear growing up, like oh, like behave because you don't want all white people thinking that all black people are like this, you know, like. Um, and I guess it just goes into the whole respectability politics. Um, it kind of reminded me of this one scene from the show Unreal. Have you seen? You've seen yeah. that, right? Mm-hmm. Do you remember that scene where the black producer was talking to the two black contestants, and he was like, "You guys, your girls have to like step it up." Like, in terms of, like, drama. Right. And the one black contestant was like, no, like, I went to, like, whatever school. I'm, not going to, like, you know, become some ghetto person. And the other black girl was like, well, I'm just here for a check. (laughs) So. So I'll do it. Yeah. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. It's just sort of, like, I don't know. They're definitely. I feel like it's all about how do you want to be portrayed? Are you comfortable with, like, how people are going to receive you? And, like, should we care at all is another thing. Yeah um yeah and i don't have g- the answers and then also i'm
1: even like well the whole thing is is that of course we have to care because you know if we want positions and stuff like that or it's kind of like the hair thing it's like yes you can wear your hair like that but people are going to treat you differently if you're black in the workplace and stuff like that which really yeah. sucks um and you don't because it's i think in this literally <laughs> we're going totally off topic about when we talk about respectability but like it's sort of this idea of like Yes, you can represent all these things, but then also it's like your livelihood is also something that's important to you. And if people don't want to work with you or people don't want to... Da, da, da. And I know I have a friend who was really struggling with her job because she was trying to be... she And she was trying her best to be respectable, but then there's like some stuff about you, like just being black yeah. is intimidating in itself. So there's like some of the stuff... Right. There's you nothing... You can't even yeah. do anything about it. And so it's like, so how should we behave? Um, and so that's why it, like this show is sort of like, okay um you know who are they doing this for yeah who
0: are they trying to impress yeah. i thought it was interesting especially at like um charise's crab bake party or whatever the i feel like whenever two of the women the cast members of the show got into an argument like the cutaways would always like focus on like the white <laughs> attendants who were yeah. just like mm, "What are they doing? yeah and i was just like oh yeah i kind of feel like it's just like a oh someone's always watching you someone's always like going to have their two cents to add to the conversation yeah. and it shouldn't matter but it kind of does yeah um which is annoying but it's also yeah i don't know it's it's hard man it's hard being black <laughs> Yeah, it's hard being human
1: <clears throat> so i mean yeah i guess that's all i wanted to say about that like do we want to say anything else about reality tv or anything um like
0: well i guess a good counterpoint to that would be black girls rock which was this week and yeah. i didn't watch it because i didn't have the time we don't have cable well yeah there's that too <laughs> <laughs> so
1: one interesting that thing that happened about black girls rock which is not really interesting um it's stupid <laughs> um, <laughs> is um so i was watching the tweets because like, i guess i don't have a television and i'm gonna watch it online i think it'll be later but during the um The broadcast, the guy Nev, who is the producer and one of the stars of Catfish, did this tweet that was like, oh, yeah, um, black girls rock, but they also catfish a lot. Which which, felt so
0: unnecessary. Which which is
1: very (laughs) unnecessary. Like,
0: very unnecessary. This is what I mean by, like, think before you speak or tweet or anything like especially if you're like a well-known ish person like don't why would even if that's like true even so how you actually feel like why do you think this is the time or the place or there's a reason to say that like yeah it just felt very like
1: well it's just like a very out of touch thing to yeah
0: say or do um but like why do black women catfish a lot i can think of a few reasons
1: (laughs) yeah so I would like to talk about this idea. Um and I'm kind of glad it happened because it sort of brings up something that I feel like black women don't talk about a lot in, or I feel like we talk about it like with each other but it's not really like something that's known. Like it's kind of like do you ever like feel like your friends, like you know, white friends have such an easy time dating and yes. writing dates and stuff like <laughs> that and they always look at you like oh like just go and, like, meet a guy. And I'm like, no, like, yeah, you don't understand. Of, there's <laughs> like, layers
0: to this, man. <laughs> there's layers
1: to this. And so this sort of – um brings up something that I find always hard to explain to my white friends as far as like why is it's not so easy for a black woman to just like go out there and like find somebody to date, um, is because of society. And like society has sort of labeled us as sort of like the most unattractive and um, you know, like we've all seen the OK Cupid study. We always yeah. talk about the OK Cupid study. Um and so I actually believe him. He probably is right that a lot of black women do catfish, but the reason why it happens is because um, black women are used to not being accepted for who they are. Like, yeah. have to pretend to be something else. To also, be dating
0: online as a black woman is a fucking nightmare. It's, it's a nightmare. Like, like dating in general is annoying, but like Jesus Christ, you get the like the most obscene messages. Yeah, you get
1: super nasty, obscene messages and you just
0: don't get matched with
1: quality people just because no yeah.
0: and usually if you get matched with someone who's in i mean like oh god <laughs> like uh sometimes you get matched with someone who seems interesting like potential like oh there could be something here and then like they'll say like it's like oh you're pretty for a black girl or i've never been with a black girl before or do you want to be like the mocha to my like vanilla i was like what the fuck yeah. <laughs> is this and then on
1: top of that like you know the conditions with you know, the black men are not great for black women right now, as yeah. far as like, you know, a lot of black men are not actively dating black women. So it's kind of, we're just like shit on. And so that, the catfishing is just like a really interesting, yeah. tangible thing. That, sh- that really sort of demonstrates what I'm talking about when I tell people that it's harder for black women because people I think people sometimes are like but Beyonce and I'm just like what the fuck like what does that even mean yeah. like
0: am I Beyonce yeah, I know. do I
1: look like Beyonce do
0: I could have Beyonce I ever 20? be Beyonce yeah, exactly. <laughs> like,
1: or like um I'll be like or, or I know I'll like talk to there's like a white guy in the group they're like oh yeah like um Rihanna's really hot or Beyonce's really hot and I'm just like oh. am I Rihanna <laughs> like, like, could I are, ever like, be like, Rihanna these are like people who are beautiful on all, like, levels. Yeah. It's not just, like, form. So I thought that was, like, really interesting because it's, like, it's it's always hard to explain that to people, this idea of, like, black women, like, oh, black women dating and white women dating are totally different, but that's just sort of the catfishing
0: tweet really sort of shows, like, why that is. Yeah. It's because, like... And I don't think it's just, like, I think it's obviously a little different for black women than other women of color, but I do think that, like, this is just an issue would, that happens when you're a minority in your country. Yeah. <laughs> like, it just kind of... Especially here where a race between black people and white people is such, like, a, you know, not comfortable <laughs> yeah. history. Um, it just feels like... I mean, the thing, that tweet from the catfish guy is really... It was really, like, terrible considering the timing during the middle of this, like, broadcast, which is all about, like, black women uplifting black women. yeah, yeah. Yeah, because, like, as um a couple of speakers I watch a few clips were saying like I mean the world tells you you're not worth anything so we have to tell ourselves all the time like oh yeah like I can do this and sure like having I always joke about how like Beyonce is my god but like (laughs) and that's half true but I feel like the reason why we like need these types of role models even though she's not very accessible to be honest because she's Beyonce like how that's why she's a divinity figure in my mind right um it's because like you need like you cling to whatever person you can find in the world who's doing something you want to do who's like empowered who like I don't know like has managed to beat the odds um, and kind of do what they want and feel like free and not like they have to worry about people I don't know how people perceive them which right. is what I like about Beyonce because Beyonce is whatever the fuck she yeah, wants she's free
1: she's free from that so yeah like, container that exactly. Way yeah and it's true like
0: that's why we needed
1: something like black girls Rock because of his tweet it's just this idea of because there's so many women out there who feel like that what they've come into the world with which is like their black skin is not going to be enough to attract a partner so that they have to do it because like i said i believe the statistic it makes total sense to me it's probably like black women in apparently asian guys who are like the two like you know lowest on the list um but you have
0: to sort of address why that is and right. don't say it during the broadcast and yeah exactly don't say it during the broadcast <laughs> like jesus christ can we have a night um mm. yeah no that was really really shitty of him and he should have known better. I mean, it seems so crazy to me when people do things like this. I'm like, what part Especially of you since he, um, thought that was a good idea? Right. And also
1: because he is a part of the show. And if you watch the show, he spends a lot of time with these women and men who catfish people. So he yeah. understands why they catfish. So if you like, you have to know right. why. But I think it's just like that little bit of just not. And again, this is like the privilege thing, right? Like he doesn't have to think about this because he's a white, like, Jewish guy mm-hmm. from New York who has a show because like so what like what the fuck and he was catfished
0: by a white woman yeah so it's like
1: so weird that he and is not he that. friends
0: with his catfish now like they're I forget I feel like they became I friends think so. I think they're that. friends yeah so I just feel like he always plays such like a he plays such a sympathetic character on the show it's weird that he would tweet something so insensitive But I mean, he must really believe it though I mean I. would believe he believes it but yeah. it's just like the timing dude the like, timing yeah it's like um like but yeah privilege tone man
1: death. privilege i know right mm, that's privilege, just an man but yeah dating, priv- dating privilege a mess I that's
0: a whole other episode know,
1: like that's what this episode should have been about <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> talking about black dating but yeah i just
0: thought that was really interesting and it kind of also connected to right the um, respectability issue like always thinking about like how am i being perceived right now which is something that I don't know. I feel like it's something I'm always struggling to, like, kind of break out of. Mm-hmm. Um, not just as a black person, but as a woman in general. Like, mm-hmm. I always feel like there's so many boxes being placed on me, and it's, like, I've wanted to get really angry in situations and not expressed it, because I don't want people thinking, like, I'm angry yeah angry black woman yeah. even though actually in this case i am angry yeah. <laughs> and i'm a black woman and i have a reason for it yeah but like i feel like as soon as you like flip that switch people immediately stop listening you know what i mean like they're so like
1: sp- oh you're yelling at me why are you yelling? i know
0: they're like why would you act like this like why can't i touch your hair because you can't <laughs> Like <laughs> it's mine <laughs> the end um so, yeah Jeez. Cool. race right.
1: uh, oh race <laughs> so hopefully that all made sense i feel like we just sort of like just talked about it, but um, I wanted to talk about that stuff. I guess should we move on to we're moving like we're like look at
0: this. This episode's gonna be like
1: thirty minutes. So Oh my
0: God. Yeah. Good for us. (laughs) We should
1: move on to the friendship question of the week and then we're done, I guess. Oh my god. What is that like? (laughs) We're gonna do this. So I have a good question of the week.
0: Good because I don't have one. (laughs)
1: Uh, Every week it's a surprise. Have we have we talked about um, like books that really really impacted us growing up uh i don't think so okay so i would love to hear sort of like a book or like two books that like are your favorite books or books that really impacted you growing up
0: okay um well my first one the first one that comes to mind obviously no, obviously. Y'all don't know me. <laughs> 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 but like, um. Um, anyone who knows me knows this because I talk about it a lot is the book Jane Eyre. Um, mm. It's my favorite of all time. I don't it's I just feel like I read it. My mom had a copy of it. that was really old when I was like, forever, because mm-hmm. I guess she read it in college or something. Yeah. And so I picked it up when I was, like, 11 or something, and I read it, and I was like, I don't know what this is, and I kept put it down, and I kept rereading it every year, and, and I eventually got to the point where I actually understood what was happening right. um, in the plot. <laughs> and But, yeah, I just feel like I've always identified with that character. She's very, like, I don't know. She kind of – it's weird because she, like – she goes through a lot of shit in her childhood. She's like orphaned. Her family casts her out. She goes to this terrible, like should have been shut down years ago, orphanage basically, mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. is basically abused <laughs> in one form or another because it's just England, man. <laughs> like that's, it's just that's, England that's, in that time that's period. That time. Um, and yeah, like she falls in love, but there's like this twist. <laughs> he has a wife who's kind of crazy and tries to kill her. <laughs> it's just like also spoilers for Jane Eyre. Look, been <laughs> <spin> out <laughs> if you don't know the plot of Eric. there's been uh, books there's been miniseries there's been movies there's like so many movies yeah. i'm not going, not going to do a spoiler alert for <laughs> a book that came out in the 1800s <laughs> so um, You should warn us erin I I kind of try to read the book it's still definitely <laughs> worth reading um but yeah it's definitely like i don't know the more i read it, it's definitely a very like feminist hero yeah. type figure like It's all about like how she basically chooses, like, okay, like I could be with this guy that I love, but this isn't like what feels right to me. So I'm gonna do my own thing. And yeah, it's great. It's amazing. It's my favorite book. It's also like she talks a lot about God in it. And but the more I read it, the more I don't think that's actually what she's talking about. Like she names God, but she always says, like, oh, like help me be strong. But I feel like it's more that's just like and this is my interpretation of it all, obviously, but I feel like it's more of like a humanist type book than it is a uh, religious book despite all the mentions of god because yeah i don't know it's it, it it strikes me every time every time i read it i'm like this is like amazing and this how is many times have my- you read it i can't even tell because i read it like maybe two to three times a year i've never read it before it's a plus um although i feel like i have a, such a personal connection mm. to it because i identify with that character a lot so it's kind of hard to explain to other people so that's one of my favorites uh i don't have another one that comes immediately to mind okay mm nope well, I think that's a good one yeah okay so I've got
1: I've got I've got t- two um the first one is it's this these series of books that I read when I was a teenager and they were like my first sort of like coming of age books I was obsessed with them the book's called sloppy first have you ever heard of it it's, it's um there's a couple of them now I've read the first three and they were like my first, event books and they're basically about this girl who's in I think she's in high yeah she's in high school I think she's in 11th grade and her best friend moves uh and she has to sort of figure out how to like live her life and it's like all these quirky characters and there's like divorce happening and there's like, this really interesting story and it was like my first sort of like kind of grown-upy book like mm-hmm. um because i used to read a lot and it's such a great series and you should read them i, I don't know why they haven't turned into movies yet because they're classics and they're very specific like i feel like if you're around my age 26 27 28 you know about this series and you've probably read it. it's called sloppy firsts and so you should read that it's a really good book Mm-hmm. and uh, there's this really great character in it. His name's Marcus, and I, like, was obsessed. He was, like, one of my first, like, book crushes. You know, oh, like, yeah. <laughs> like, bookman crushes, and, like, um, now I go on Tumblr, and they've got all these, like, there's a Marcus tag. Oh, that's funny. they, like, passed like, <laughs> him and stuff. I was like, oh, gosh. I wish the internet was, like, bigger when I was... Yeah. In high school so I could like nerd out about it. Uh, so the book is called Sloppy First. So that's my first one. And then my second one is Harry Potter. Oh, yeah. Duh. Um, sorry. Harry Potter was I read that live. So I started reading it when I was in the sixth grade and I was reading them every single year. And so there's not any experience that I've ever experienced like that where the books yeah you grew up with them like I literally grew up (laughs) with the books and like when the last book came out I just was like (laughs) like grabbed it from Walmart and I just like sat on the floor for like um hours reading it and and then the, the movies came so and it just was really cool because like now it's You know, people read them and they read them all together, but like literally we were like waiting for them. Yeah. Like, it's coming up, it's coming up. (laughs) And I haven't had that since because any series that I've read after that, like I've read the Hunger Games books and some of those other like books
0: I've read when they've already been. Yeah, they you don't have to wait for the So you don't have to wait. And so like that anticipation I guess it's kinda what Game of Thrones is. Like yeah, now. so that's
1: what Game of Thrones is like now except I read the first Game of Thrones books and I'm not reading any more of them because it took me too long it's too very much hard tried and, it. and it I was just too do it. much. <laughs> um so yeah, it's kind of like that. So like I'm never going to probably have an experience like that again where mm-hmm. you're just sort of like, oh
0: gosh. Yeah, waiting <laughs> with bait and breath. Yeah, like,
1: you know, the story is so common now. Like, we all yeah. know what happened. But, like, at the time, we did not know what was happening. Like, we were just going to be like, what is going to happen? Like, oh, my God, this person died. Or like, oh, my God. So, wait.
0: So, since you read it, like, kind of as it was coming out, did you catch on to the whole Hermione-Ron thing? Yeah. Okay. I think,
1: well, in the book... It seems very like Hermione Ron. I think some people interpret it as in she could have gone either way, like Harry or Hermione. But I feel like I picked up on I was I I shipped them hard. Yeah. Um, oh, I
0: love. I was obsessed with Harry Potter. I kind of still am. <laughs> I mean, like
1: I still am, and I think the other, um, like Harry. I mean, I did not like the you know Harry and. What's her name? Jenny. Jenny. I didn't like it in the book. and I didn't I like it in the movies I didn't either. like it
0: either. I always felt like he belonged with Luna. Yes! That thank you! That seems the more obvious they're the choice. Because
1: they're both weird. They have very yeah. similar
0: situations. Yeah, and they both like, had an understanding from the such, get. Harry Potter had such bad taste because it was like
1: Cho, who was not she was also Cho awful. was not a ride or die. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 she was very fair weather. Quite the opposite. She had her, she had her issues. Yeah. And but it was hard for her. <laughs> it was hard. I mean, and that's the thing too. It's like you know reading it live and sort of having it to where you know some books were really great and some books were like kind of disappointing and yeah. some like that was like a really fun experience and i would like to yeah read
0: i read the first well i read the first like four kind of Straight through, and mm. then I remember waiting for waiting five, for six, seven. See, yeah, yeah. But my parents didn't allow me to read Harry Potter. <laughs> it's, the um, it's the devil. It's the devil. <laughs> it's magic, and I'm like, Lord of the Rings is magic, and for some reason the it's Christian magic. Yeah, I know it was like weird. Um,
1: <laughs> so Lord yeah. of the Rings is like that, and then also The Lion, Which in the Wardrobe. Oh
0: yeah, like, they're both. I mean, that's very Christian stories. C.S. Lewis was a Christian writer. She- <laughs> um, she wants- which I did not know until like kind of recently, and I was like, "Wow, that makes a lot of sense." Aslan is like supposed to be Jesus, or God. Yeah, okay. Big big ups to Aslan. Big ups to Aslan. That was my first book crush. Yeah. Whoa.
1: <laughs> <laughs> what a hot Whoa! lion. <laughs> hot take. Hot take.
0: <laughs> Look. Hot take.
1: Don't hear that one.
0: Here. Oh god, that lion, <laughs> that witch, that wardrobe. <laughs>
1: I mean, if you want to be protected. <laughs> yeah, I think I read
0: some... Catelyn Moran talks about how he was her first big crush. And I was like, we have that in common. <laughs> <laughs> I loved oh Aslan. My God, that's so <laughs> um, yeah, I never... I loved... Um, I can't believe I didn't think of Harry Potter. You know that um, Park opened up yesterday? Oh! <gasps> for reals for reals for, for reals for reals yeah it's like half been open but now it's like it's real we <laughs> it's have to out do here it yeah just... i'm excited i went in um florida and it like
1: i have not been to any of them it's
0: amazing
1: okay you I <laughs> I drink thought... butter beer. And... yes and it's <gasps> delicious <laughs>
0: Of course, we had frozen butterbears, and we got these patches because I had this great idea that I was going to learn to sew and make cloaks, and I never did. I always have great ideas, but- <laughs> and like half of them get done. <laughs> um, and yeah, we got wands, and we long rode long. the hippogriff ride. No, you didn't. And we just like felt the magic in the was air. Was the Hogwarts Express there? Um, I don't know. I don't remember that. Hmm. Hmm. Um, I feel like that should be a thing if it isn't a thing. I, mean, I was definitely one of those kids who was like waiting for my owl. I'm not going to lie, and I'm still waiting. I'm still waiting. Milky's
1: <laughs> still waiting for it to come
0: down. Um, Sunset. How do you feel about J.K. Rowling and her like, progressive like oh like dumbledore was gay also why can't hermione be black like it's in- i don't know i feel like that's it's so interesting i think she's she's just like i'm so fucking rich yeah i, I don't can, care i can I'll say whatever whatever, whatever I want. the yeah. fuck i want to do yeah, I think it's really i think it's really interesting yeah i think it's great i know god harry potter harry potter harry potter harry potter harry <laughs> potter um but yeah that's I guess that wraps up this episode, doesn't yeah, it? Yeah, we did it. Yay, we did it, and we did it probably quickly. It felt quicker this time. Yeah, It felt quicker. Yeah. <laughs> all right, if you want to find us, you can find us at um, Aaron. You do it since you're our social media manager, right? Um, <laughs> so we have all the accounts except for Instagram, but that's soon to be a thing too. Why yeah. not? Um, so we're going. We have a Tumblr. It's firstcommentpodcast.tumblr.com. I'm trying to figure out. There's like some issues with it, but we're we're working on it. Um, <laughs> And the royal way. And uh, there's a Twitter, First Comment Pod, where we're going to tweet episodes of the show and Mm -hmm. GIFs and funny things and whatever. Mm -hmm. And my own tweets, because why not? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Uh, And uh, we have an email. Yes. First Comment Podcast at gmail.com. And yeah, we're on iTunes. We're on SoundCloud, we're on all the things. We have, like, randomly a lot of listeners in Sweden. Yeah, Sweden! Shout out to my Sweden base. <laughs> my Swedish base. My Swedish fish.
1: <laughs> Swedish fish. That sounded weird. I, I like love it. Swedish design. Yeah, you do. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I do. Oh God, I've been thinking a lot about apartment Pinterest. decorating. Pinterest. I've been looking for apartments.
1: Follow me on Pinterest, Pinterest.com slash
0: Oh yeah. Um also congrats to you because you have your first episode of Black Girl Nerds out Yay! today. Yay! Yeah, go to um youtube.com slash
1: Girl nerds one and I did a analysis of Walking Dead and the Rogue One trailer. It's like my nerdier, nerdier side. So. Look at that.
0: Yeah, we have we we haven't talked about Batman versus Superman on here. We do, have won't. We? we don't. Yeah, we don't need to. Don't need to. That was so long. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, uh, you can follow us on Twitter. Yes, you're at hey a
1: Yes, at hey H e y s h e n e e.
0: And I'm at SWAT tears. W s w s w u g t a r s. Ooh, words are hard. Letters. Cool.
1: Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>